When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Roundtable. I'm your host, Kevin DeVries, and as always, if you'd like to reach us at the podcast, you can do so by either tweeting us at EPL Roundtable or emailing us at EPLRoundtable at gmail.com. All right, uh, we are here with an Arsenal update here on Transfer Deadline Day, joined by Dan, who you can find on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Uh, Dan, not too much motion from you today. There was a brief flirtation with Nkuku that that might happen. Uh, but instead, it does just end up being Dennis Suarez, which has been reported on and off basically this whole month. Uh, how excited are you to have gotten him over the line? Um, uh, I'm I'm not excited and I'm not negative. I'm completely lukewarm about the entire thing. Hot takes. Um, but yeah, he's it's on loan with. Uh, I think it has an option to buy. Um, that's I think it was reported. Obviously, that's not going to be announced. But um. I don't think I, I have no idea if he's good. I his nothing suggests. Wow, this is a really like hidden talent guy. Um, his numbers suggest he's just kind of an average attacking midfielder. Um, nothing particularly special. Not trash, but not special. Um, if he's just alone for a body for the season, I, I've got no qualms with that. Um, that's fine. Uh, if we exercise an option to buy, then maybe I'll be a bit more frustrated. But for now, that's just alone. It's fine. Totally, it, it's a body. I can't complain. Yeah, the interesting thing about signing a player like this is he doesn't have a whole lot of senior team minutes, and he's already played in six different positions on the pitch for uh, Barcelona this season. Um, where do you think he fits into the club talent-wise? Like, Does he step into the starting 11? And when he does play, where do you think you'd uh, most use him under Emery? Um, again, as you said, it's kind of tough to tell because of how little he's played at senior level. But... Um... From what I know, it it is tough to tell where he's going to fit in because Emery plays a different formation seemingly every other game. Um, and then different ones before and after halftime. Yes, that too. Um, we play, we're going to have played 76 different formations uh, by the end of the season, two for each game. Um, but he can be used as both a winger and an attacking midfielder. So um, he could be a wide player in the 4 2 3 1. Um, he could be behind the two strikers in the 3 5 2. Um, could be behind two strikers in the four, one, two, one, or four, one, two, one, two. Um, I could see him in any of those positions as far as talent wise. Um, again, like, like we said a couple times already, it's hard, tough to tell, but, um, considering he doesn't have anything that jumps out as like, wow, this guy's really good. Um, behind Ozil, probably behind Ramsey, um, for attacking midfielders, uh, I'm unsure about hip, the pecking order between him and Mkhitaryan. We'll see how he plays. Um, wide players, uh, eh, not sure if he's behind or behind a Wobi. Again, see how he plays. Um, 
And we don't really have that many wide players, so yeah, um, he's probably ahead of everyone else except maybe a Wobie, maybe Mkhitaryan, because um, we don't know. And if Aubameyang's used wide, I'd rather play him, but they're not really similar at all, so weird comparison. Yeah, it does seem strange, because for me, it seems like the obvious place to play would be on the right wing, because Mkhitaryan hasn't really been played all that much, but I, I know there have been some other... Uh, I assume fitness issues there, which is why he hasn't always been involved. Yeah, he's got a metatarsal injury. Um, yeah. He's coming back this month, I think. Gotcha. Yeah. But it just month. seems like you've needed wing help for a while. And so I, I guess I, I'm just assuming he'll end up there. But if you keep playing Lacazette and Aubameyang together, maybe there isn't a slot there? Yeah, I would assume that he'd be played as a winger as well. But like you said, and like I said, we have no idea what formation is going to be played and the, while we did play a four-two-three-one a couple of times lately, that hasn't been what we've been playing primarily. And what the formations we have been playing, whether it's the diamond or the three-five-two with Alexet and the bombing up top, they haven't had wingers. So uh, maybe this means we're going to shift back to the four-two-three-one. I think that is Emery's preferred formation, though I wouldn't, I wouldn't use it, but. I wouldn't do a lot of things. I you wouldn't, wouldn't do use a lot it in of things. Or with this squad? Not well, with this squad. As a formation, it's fine. But with the players we have right now, um, that would force a bombing wide. Um, we don't really have any two players, I think, who combine perfectly to make a midfield two. Um, it's kind of like some one way or another, it's either too defensive or not defensive enough, um, uh, especially with Emery's natural conservatism. Um, I think it would lead to being too defensive a lot. Um, so yeah as a formation for the squad I don't really think it's what I, where I would go but it's also kind of the only obvious one I see Suarez fitting into unless I don't know Emery clearly doesn't like Ozil so maybe he wants to use Miss a 10 um, and in, over Ozil which would have my blood boiling but I don't know maybe he'll do that yeah, uh, there were some talks of potential other moves throughout the window uh, for those wing spots in particular, with both Carrasco and Perisic mentioned. Obviously, neither of them end up coming. Were, were you bummed out about either of those uh, being misses? I was very happy we didn't sign Perisic, at least on a permanent deal. Um, again, a loan is a loan is a loan. It's whatever. If it's not a permanent deal, if it's a body for six months, I'm fine with it. I can't really have too many complaints. There's not that much risk involved in that. But buying a, I think Parasitch turns either just turned 30 or he's about to turn 30. Um, and I've never thought he's been that great. I mean, played tiered in 30 on the 2nd of February. Um, I never thought he's been that great. And to buy him with likely a large wage packet um, based on what David Ornstein uh, reported, I think he just reported that, um, or someone just reported, I'll check if it was Ornstein or not, that both Parasitch and. Um, Ferrer Carrasco were offered uh, good wage packages and that they would have been happy with that. Um, but they just didn't work out between the clubs. But assuming we would have paid him a lot of money for someone I don't think is that great and old, uh, not great. Um, kind of okay with that not happening. Um, Carrasco would have been at least more interesting. Um, he was very good with Monaco. Um, as we all know as Arsenal fans, when he scored the uh, third goal in the first leg of the um, 2015 no, Champions League knockout round. Um, but even just not not judging him off just that game. He was very good at Monaco. Um, he is more of the winger profile I would be okay with us getting. Because, like, Dennis Suarez, again, based on what we know, 
Um, there's more of the Alex Iwobi, Henrik Mkhitaryan type, where he's kind of like the wide playmaker, whereas uh, Ferrer Kraska is more of an out-and-out winger, which we really lack right now. Um, he would have been interesting. Uh, I'm not, like, devastated, but um, it would have been fine if it happened um, for a reasonable fee, obviously, and reasonable wages. Hmm. Uh, the obvious uh, other part of this, if you aren't signing anybody else, is, is that the defense hasn't been addressed. Um, it's been shaky all season. There are currently four players injured in your defense. Were you surprised that you didn't address that position in the window? Yeah, kind of. Um, cons- uh, not surprised because I never saw any reporting of it since like the Gary Cahill rumors early in the window, but just not even not taking that into account. Yeah, I'm pretty surprised. Um it's really necessary. Um, we're currently without Holding and um, Bellerin for the rest of the season. Uh, Socrates is out to the end of the month. Uh, Kashelny, we don't really know how long he's out for with his facial injury. Um, I wouldn't expect it to be that long, but I don't know. I'm no doctor, and there hasn't been any clear uh, report on that. Um, okay. Currently, our right-back options are Stefan Licksteiner and Carl Jenkinson, which, like, Ainsley Maitland-Niles can also play there, but he's not looked great, especially as a, a right-back right-back as opposed to a right-wing-back. Um, he's really not looked great there. Um, that's pretty rough. Um, that's that's really rough um, for right-back options. Um, and as you said, our defense has been really bad all season. Um so not addressing that, even with some kind of just short-term stopgap or bodies, I, I don't know, um, especially right back. Um, but I, I don't know why we haven't tried to do anything there, but maybe there just weren't very many options. Um, January's a tough month to buy or even loan, um, and there aren't that many good right backs out there. So that's it, that could be somewhat understandable. Um, but not getting back up there could hurt us a lot um so we'll see yeah do you think that emory just trusts the talent of the club and he doesn't want to overbuy considering these players will come back eventually or some other thing uh with bellerin we're right back i could see i mean i think with bellerin i could see him being yeah or him or whoever's buying saying Bellerin will come back it's fine but even then I'd say well we still need a backup right back at some point Lick Steiner cannot come back next season he's awful um and Jenkinson like I wouldn't be mad at anyone if they didn't realize Carl Jenkinson was still at Arsenal like I I can't believe he's still there he's not a Premier League footballer um as much so as much as I and every Arsenal fan loves him because he's such a big fan of a club um he's not good and him being one of our top two right back options is really, really rough. Yeah, uh, the the potential other thing is that, uh, as was very heavily publicized, Emery said that Arsenal simply didn't have the money uh, to purchase players this window; that it would be exclusively loans. Um, obviously, that has an impact on a transfer strategy. Uh, did you buy into that? Uh, in totality that there really is no money or do you think they're just waiting to see if you get champions league money wait for the next premier league payments and everything to come through in the summer um if they, i i would buy that they've not been given any money obviously i don't think that literally there is no way we have the money arsenal football club has the money to spend at all this window but i could see like they're holding it but i think 
I think it's reasonable to think that they're holding it back to see how this season pans out and then go from there. Um, that's that seems like a reasonable thing to do. Um, as much as it really is frustrating right now, um, we've been out of the Champions League for two seasons now. Um, if a third would come, we would have to cut back a bit and not going, not making lots of short-term deals, hoping we can sneak fourth or the Europa League now and then having it blow up. If that didn't happen, have it blow up in our face like the uh, Mkhitaryan deal and the bombing deals arguably did last season um, is a reasonable thing to do. Yeah, the obviously the downside of that is that you probably won't get the kind of push you got in the second half of the season um, from those deals. So without signings outside of Dennis Suarez, do you feel that your chances of top four have changed at all or, or been improved? Um. Definitely not by signings, no. Um, the only re- way I would think we've our chance have improved is Chelsea just look like they're actually maybe imploding. Um, that's kind of our best bet right now, in my opinion. And that's the United don't catch us. That could happen. And they've already caught or they caught us and tied us. Now we're back ahead. But yeah, um, I don't think our signings have improved it. I think our chances have probably improved from the last time I was on, just because Chelsea looked like a mess. But mm. I still don't think they're that great. Yeah, it's it's definitely getting interesting because a month ago we thought we knew what the situations were. Um, and as you say, Chelsea getting worse, United getting better, but United have been on an incredible run and their fixtures are about to get a lot tougher through March. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll see where all of those things land. Uh, with the window shut, with that kind of prognostication for the rest of the season, how would you grade this window for Arsenal? Um. Probably just a C, just like basically nothing happened. Um, but again, I don't, I could totally be wrong on Dennis Suarez. He could be amazing, but I'd be willing to bet he's not. Um, so like, that's just, that's whatever. If it's, if they don't purchase him long-term or that he turns out to be all right and they do purchase him long-term, then it's not a negative. Um, but it, unless he's great, it's probably not a positive either. Um, so just to see, just cause nothing's happened. Yeah. Like you said, the Suarez deal is a very good one. Cause I, it is a loan with the option to buy. So if he yeah. is good enough, you could end up picking that up. Uh, although th- as you said, this could just be a stopgap Just see what you have at the end of the year and then reassess. Um, do you think there's any possibility that Emery is not your manager next season? There's been no reason. There's been no indication to think he won't be, um, so I'd say the chances are extremely low right now, but that could change based on results. Um, but if I had, if you go into my head, um, I say Emery's probably our manager next season. Yeah, not not trying to ask for his head, just that's a that's a factor in all of these transfers. Yeah. Is you know, are they holding off just in case? But I, I I think it just makes sense that you know this is his first season. He's had all these injuries. Came into a squad that finished last season, probably about where you're going to finish this season, um, and then just kind of build from there. Yeah. Or, all right, well, Dan, thanks so much uh, for coming on today. Uh, if you want to tell the folks where they can find you, now be a good time. Yeah, thanks for having me on. You can find me on Twitter at the underscore jersey underscore fits. Great, thanks again. I usually wish uh, guests good luck to their team for the rest of the season, but I'm sure not going to do that. <laughs> I'm sure we will speak soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. 